Comics Online presents The Flashback Top 5 Top five For the week of October the 20th, 2015 The Flashback Top 5 is filmed at Flashback Comics and Games in Woodbridge, Virginia Now, here are our hosts Kevin Goswan and Troy David Phillips There we go That was incredible Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 16, Episode 3? 3.1. Now, the point one episode is the, is the one, much like Marvel's point one, it's about comics, and yes, it's it a jumping on point. And here, this is even more point one than, than, than normal here. By the way, as always, point ones are here with Troy David Phillips, your host here at Flashback Comics and Games in Woodbridge, Virginia. He's not only your host for this episode, but he's also your host for showing up and buying comics uh, the the uh, the flashback way, um, and which is the best way, and 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 he has amazing deals, and I'll, I'll let him talk to you all about that. But where I was going before, uh, this is this is even more of a jumping on point because Troy wants to try something a little bit different that I think you're gonna love. Uh, I think everyone's gonna love it. I think you are too, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to ComicsOnline.com, season sixteen, episode three point one. Here at Flashback Comics and Games in Woodbridge, Virginia. With me is my lovely assistant, Kevin Goswan. Look at that face. Look at it. Okay, back up. Your eyeballs are gonna bleed from the awesome, Kevin. Sir, I have been doing something that has been recommended to me to do since I work in a comic book store. You're reading comics? I am reading the comics. Uh, People have told me that, you know, Troy David, if you actually read the comics, you might know a little bit about them. So I thought, hmm, well, I do work here. I should read some of this stuff and know some of this stuff. That is a great plan. uh, I'm on board with that plan. So I started reading some comics. Okay. And rereading some comics. All right. And rereading some comics that I'd already reread. All right. However. So. We have, Kevin and I, selected some of the comics coming out this week. It'll be Wednesday, my goodness, what is this, Wednesday the 21st? 21st tomorrow. Wow, Wednesday the 21st, New Comic Wednesday. Troy, yes. we gotta go back. Well, we gotta go back. But, before we go back, I thought we would... To the future! Oh my god. (laughs) Because Wednesday, November, November, October, October 21st... 2015 is Back to the Future Day. Back to the Future 2, that's when he, that's when Marty arrives. And uh, there is, in fact, a new number one, Back to the Future. Uh, one of Kevin's picks for this week, a highly anticipated book. We haven't had time to crack the covers yet, but Kevin picked it up and said, hey, this looks like something. And I had to agree with him. It does look like something. We'll get to that. Yes, indeed. So... What, uh, what's been happening with me over the course of the last couple of weeks, Marvel has been releasing their new number ones, and I have been fighting my way to catch Episode four? Up. We're on episode four now? We're on episode four. 4.1. Ah, oh, 4.1. Wow. So, I've been fighting my way to get... Forward. To the future, we went to the future. We went from three to four. We went see, you see to what the future. You see what he did? Yeah, yeah. We this is what this is how it happens with time travel. It's wibbly wobbly. Luckily, Mike is here to save the day. So, uh, like I said, I've been getting caught up and mm-hmm. trying to stay caught up with Marvel's new number one releases. Um, like hard to example, do. There's well, it is. There's it a is. lot at once. But I have read the Invincible Iron Man, and I have read the Amazing Spider Man, and I have read. Uh, 
Oh, geez. Contest of Champions. Yep. Uh, I recommended all of those. Yep. And Doctor Strange. Yep. The new Doctor Strange, number one, written by Jason Aaron, illustrated by uh, Chris Piccolo. That's just absolutely been incredible. Uh, the What If one-shots, the Infinity one-shots with Thanos, with the Inhumans, with the X-Men. Those have all been very good. But... This past week, I was able to take some time, take a deep breath, put my feet up, lean back in my couch, get all comfy. My back is mm, my back is sore. I need to get on my couch right now. And I thought I would start with, can you hold that up for the lovely people there, Kevin? Spider-Gwen number one. Okay. Now, I wasn't sure what to expect with Spider-Gwen number one because, well, we've had Spider-Gwen. She had a book before Secret Wars, and then in Secret Wars, she was uh, in the uh, Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I, I picked the book up, and I'm thinking, well, Secret Wars isn't over yet. What are we going to get here? We get a view of Gwen Stacy in the world that she came from, where Peter is believed to be dead. Right. We get a different take on where she came from. Uh, and for me, rather than just simply speculating, oh, well, she's alive, Peter's dead, oh, I wonder how this story went, I wonder how this character is, I wonder how that thing is, what's her relationship with, and they show those relationships, they show some of what goes on on that, I want to say it's Earth-65, I could be wrong. So but this, I think is a, they... this is a throwback here, and and so how, how far do you think this was thrown back before before the uh, where, where she, she showed up in Spider-Verse? My speculation is that it's just before Spider-Verse. Like a month before, or a Maybe. year before? Not that far back. Oh, I don't really? think it's that far back. Okay. But... Uh, I, I suspect that the timeline will be laid out a little more bare as we go forward, but Jason Latour, I'm having some confidence in him as the writer. Um, it is, however, if you've enjoyed Spider-Gwen up to this point, you should continue to enjoy the book. The exposition, the characterizations, the treatment of the story, this is at their take on the lizard. My takeaway from this is, wow, the lizard is really freaking cool. And, and, hold on, back up, back up. There's, uh... Hot dogs. Yeah, oh, no, oh. Right there, right there. In the back of the book, the end of the story, you get a little treatment, an official handbook of the Marvel Universe page with some valuable info on Spider-Gwen. So, if you haven't read her up to this point, pick this up, check that out. Go ahead and jump to the back of the book and read through that real quick and then get into the meat of the story. There we go. Radioactive Spider-Gwen number one. That was from last week. Know what else was from last week that was amazing? Well, that went up for the good people. Oh, it wasn't amazing. It was twenty ninety nine. It was twenty ninety nine. <laughs> Spider Man twenty ninety nine, written by Peter David. I love Peter David. I love his stuff. Me too. Absolutely love it. Whether it's X Factor, whether it's uh, Incredible Hulk, uh, it doesn't matter. It's Peter David. It's going to be good. In this particular instance, what the shock? We get Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Nice. This is good stuff. This has. The, uh, the, the It has Miguel here in the present still. Uh, he is not in his, the job that he was in in the previous series. Right. Uh, his story has advanced. So, um, oh, jeez. I, I don't even know what to... I'm trying not to give spoilers, but, uh, man, it's good. Peter David opens us up with some pretty incredible stuff. Nice. Are you having fun there? I am. This I I want to read this. The, the, I, I didn't read this one. I like the new I like the new outfit. By the, the way. new outfit, but you know, I tell you what the, uh, the the American Ninja bit when he's in the competition. Okay, sorry for the spoiler, but he's in American Ninja. American Ninja. Yeah, he he takes a competition, and it, it's like watching an episode of the show for a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, jump to the. We're, we're, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just seeing what you got. Up. Go ahead. But uh, but yeah. 
Spider-Man 2099, number one, uh, Peter David. Again, you can't lose a lot of confidence David. in a writer like Peter David. Yeah. Now then, yes. <clears throat> the next thing that was on my hit list, on my radar, was the new Avengers number one. This features um, Sunspot. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, why am I spacing on his name? Uh, Roberto, Roberto Da Costa. Yes, Roberto Da Costa. Thank you. Yeah. Formerly of the New Mutants. Yeah. Currently of the owner of Avengers Idea Mechanics. <laughs> That's right. He bought AIM and rebranded them. They're not bad guys anymore, at least not under his watch. Um, and we For get to see, uh, look at that, Squirrel Girl, Songbird, Hulkling, Wiccan. We get a lot of interesting characters in this one. So we've got so we've got Great Lakes Adve- Avengers, we've got Young Avengers, we've got... Uh, we've, we've got what, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. And, and then, Mighty, because we got White Tiger. Mighty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got a lot of pieces of the other Avengers characters yeah. all brought together. They've really shaken up the lineup of the Avengers books. And I'm going to talk about that with my pick that comes right after this one. But... We do get Tippy Toe and Squirrel Girl, so uh, let's enjoy that. The, the oh, look map at this. of Avengers Island. Yes, indeed. Hey, talk about Ohatmu. Hey, here you go. Marvel is, is going and, and, and showing us here, look, this is what your new Marvel universe looks like. Let me give you let me give you the reference for it. So thank you, Marvel. Good job. Yes. I'm absolutely loving it so far. Wasn't sure how I was gonna feel, but uh, and yeah, sorry for the spoiler, but bad guy. Bad guy, the Maker. Remember the Maker, the villainous Reed Richards from the Ultimates universe. Right. Yeah, because uh, when you got a lot of money and an Avengers team and an organization like AIM at your beck and call, you need a bad guy worthy of you, and the Maker is that bad guy. So uh, yeah, <clears throat> New Avengers number one. The Avengers goodness doesn't end there because I also had the opportunity to read Jerry Dugan's. New, uh, I'm sorry, Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. The new Uncanny Avengers number one. Uh, yeah, Commander Rogers is on this team. And yeah, Deadpool is on this team. And there are Avengers that aren't happy about Deadpool being on that team. Like Spider-Man, for example. If you were wondering, incidentally, what's happening with the Fantastic Four, oh, well, Johnny Storm is here mm-hmm. in the Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. That is, we, we, had, we, we weren't sure... I wasn't sure. I was trying not to get red ahead. But, uh, yes, this is Johnny Storm, not Toro, not Jim Raymond. Um, And Quicksilver, and Spider-Man, and Rogue, and Deadpool, and Commander Rogers, and the new Inhuman, Synapse. That's who that is. Oh, Synapse that, that, from Inhuman. Yeah, this is this this is isn't Katana. No, it really is not. You would have to jump over to the other universe for that. So yeah, that so, so I, I I like the Deadpool parts, uh, but uh, I don't know if I love I don't know if I love this. I I I, I mean. Uh, Jericho Drum is back. Come on! I actually really like this per- portrayal of him, but I I don't know if I'm gonna love this this comic. This I, guy, I, I, this I'm, guy. I'm gonna give it a couple more issues, but I'm not sure. It, compared with the other things that I that I read last week, um, it 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 wasn't. It didn't it didn't rise to the top. Now now, true story. Uh, Kevin has already put on his subscription list to get the first six of all the issues of the new Marvel Universe, so uh, he'll be reading all of the first story arcs. Uh, and, and luckily, Troy's gonna pay for them. So I'm, I'm really lucky. <laughs> he just said, you know what? You've been doing this, this show with me for so long. I'm just going to pay for them. So thanks, Troy. Well, he gave me a boat. <laughs> there's, there's a little one. It floats in his bathtub. It's cute. 
Um, this was my number one pick from last week's new Marvel number one. So and good. Not a surprise, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, why is this not a surprise? Brian Michael Bendis, and you know I love him as a writer. And he's got Ben Grimm from the Fantastic Four in this book. Also, not a big surprise. Add all that stuff up. Kitty Pride is in the Star Lord Star Lord role. Yeah. But I still got me some Groot and some Rocket and some Drax. And Gamora makes a return in the story. Yes, she does. Yep. And we have a new symbiote on Agent Venom, Flash Thompson, who we will see him as Venom Space Knight. That's not out yet, but it will be. So, How do we know this is a new symbiote? Do we know this? How do we know this? I don't know this. That's true. Kevin. Did this already happen in another comic? Kevin, apparently. I read it's... this. Was it in this? <laughs> no. Oh, it happened goodness. before that. All uh, right. So, yeah. Ben Grimm and Rocket Raccoon, the chemistry between these two, this is going to be hysterical. Here's the thing. I, I was that doubtful. Is the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was doubtful about putting the thing in a non-FF book. And you know what, Bendis? Thank you, Bendis. You did it right. In the, you know, what is this, uh, page, pages four and five or something like that? Within these this this couple of page spread, the, the dialogue here... Uh, I'm on board with it. I'm like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Thanks, thanks, Bendis. I, I, this is this is what I needed to accept. You know, and long-term fan here. You know, I've been a fan of of, of FF since, you know, not since the beginning like this old man, but you know, <laughs> since the early '80s at the very least. And uh, I know, discovered I, the Fantastic Four in the early 1970s. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so so I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, so so, so uh, yeah, this this is gonna. T- if you are hesitant like I was, you read this and you'd be like, okay, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. He he just he just gave you not an excuse, but a, a but a really uh, well thought out explanation as to why would Ben do this? Why why would he be in this role? And it makes perfect sense. It does. Uh, so, Brian Michael Bendis, knocking it out of the park, both with Invincible Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. My number one book still so far is Doctor Strange. Okay. Doctor Strange impresses me the most of the new Marvels, but there's still a lot of Marvels to come out, so who knows? Somebody may come up with something that I haven't read yet that is so incredible that Doc Strange moves down to position number two. We, I, don't, I don't know if we even showed this on, on it, so I better... Look at the art. I love Chris Bacala. Chris Bacala. You know, ever since Shade the Changing Man, I've loved loved his art. And, uh, you know, and it j- it's just getting better. You know, he, he did X-Men for so long. Yep. And uh, he did some Amazing Spider-Man. Um, it, everything he does is fantastic. So uh, I, 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 like the, hey. uh, I like the magician's bar that they come up with in there, too. You know, where yeah. you can sit down and have a drink with other people who are magicians. Reminds me of the Oblivion bar from uh, the uh, Shadow Pact. Shadow Pact, uh, exactly. Shadow Pact. Yeah, and, and we see that in, in other uh, realms as well. There's... Oh. There are yeah, there are other realms. Let's just say in, in yeah. other fandoms that that also exists, and so I, I really like that uh, trope. Now, I'm not all Marvel. That's not everything that I read last week. I read a lot of other things, and I had a chance to get caught up on some stuff. By the way, yeah. I don't have a copy of it here in the store. It's sold through, mm-hmm. but I did get the chance to read the Jeff Johns Butch Geis original graphic novel Olympus. Okay, that was freaking amazing. 
You get an archaeology teacher and two of her students, three of her students, and they are on a boat off the coast of Greece, and they discover a sunken ruin. They pull up what appears to be an urn with a story painted on it, and they get hijacked by some diamond smugglers. And a storm comes along, they open up the urn, they get washed up on the shores, and then they're attacked by monsters from out of Greek mythology. Turns out they've opened up Pandora's box, and they got to take it up to the altar, and they got to put the lid back on it. It's so good. It wow. is so good. I've got to get a copy of that in here for you. Um, it's a $150 graphic novel, but I know you want it. I'm joking. It's not really $150. Something that I did read that I do have in the store right now, however, I've been rereading okay. Copperhead. Copperhead. I'm, I'm a little behind on I'm a couple issues behind, so tell me, tell me where we're at now. Okay, so the first story arc introduces us to... Uh, Abu, the yeah. uh, deputy, it introduces us to Clara and her son Zeke. It introduces us to the planet Copperhead, uh, you know, a mining town, a dirty frontier mining town uh, with aliens, uh, some of whom have been at war with each other, with artificials, with natives who are somewhat hostile. Uh, it's got all the vibe that you love from a Western in a science fiction setting. And the main character, Clara, is a very strong, very interesting female leading character. Yeah. Raising her son in this very dangerous place, unfolding the conflicts. Uh, we have just rescued Boo from kidnappers. Uh, they were going to kill him. Uh, there was some vengeance involved, but that's been done. We're moving on now to the next arc. I think we're going to take a. I think they're going to take a brief break and then bring the series back with the next arc. Avatar Press, Kieran Gillen, Mercury Heat. Okay. The main character, Louisa, uh, is skill-setted for... Here's the thing. In the future, there is a mining colony on the planet Mercury, Uh and you can have your memories implanted into crystals, and you can mix and match those memories. You can have memories deleted. Based on your personality, you can be given a job... Uh, and get skills implanted for those jobs. Mm -hmm. Louisa has combat modifications because she is a 57B. This makes her suitable for police and military work. Heavy combat stuff. On Earth, she can't be a police person, but on Mercury, she can. And it's a vicious, violent place. Kieran Gillen has a very, very busy story going on here, and he admits it. It's got cyberpunk. It's got far-flung fantasy. Uh, It's got this character with her ongoing backdrop drama, uh, the flashbacks to when she was on Earth trying to figure herself out. There's a lot that goes on here, and there's a murder mystery. Okay. Cool as all. All right. Quickly, because we're running out of time here. Did you read Convergence, Kevin? Of course I didn't. Tell me about this, though. Lois and Clark picks up from Convergence. The Convergence gave us a lot of the bottled cities, the bottled realities. Superman and Lois and their son are from one of those bottled cities. They are now on New 52 Earth. They are on the Earth with the Justice League. They're standing back, watching the Justice League fight Darkseid in the first Darkseid invasion. And they are building a new life for themselves in secret, observing the unfolding New 52 world, raising their child while doing so. So... For those of you who felt that Convergence didn't end strongly enough, that's because it didn't really end. You need to pick up Telos, and you need to pick up Superman, Lois, and Clark, and continue those stories. So, so that was my flashback to the previous week. That's a flashback 
uh, top five plus a, plus several. But we've still got to we, we still want to tell people what uh, what we've got on on deck for this week. Yeah, and and give give them uh, what we got. Let me let me go through mine real quick. As I said, Back to the Future special. Now this is written by Bob Gale. Who's Bob Gale? Not only did he write a lot of uh, issues of Amazing Spider-Man, but he wrote the original Back to the Future movie. So, uh, and in fact, if you look way back in Comics Online's past, you can see our interview with, you can read our interview with him. Um, these, these are, this is, this is not an adaptation here, folks. Um, these are uh, untold tales and alternate timelines. So this, is, this, this comic has got two stories that take place in the Back to the Future universe written by the original Back to the Future author that, uh, that are, you know, little, little side stories. Um, also this week, and we're going to go through these faster than normal, but uh, we've got Invincible Iron Man number two. We, talk, we just talked about Invincible Iron Man. Well, number two is already out. Yeah. And, uh, and this version, I'm kind of liking it. I, it, I find the, the, the mouthless... Um, I mean, that's the hardest thing to deal the with. The faceplate? The faceplate. But beyond that, this is this is real. This Doesn't is that a, take you back to the Galactic Storm era armor? This is an excellent... Well, yeah, I guess so. This is an excellent uh, version of, of Tony Stark. This isn't a, the objectionable Iron Man or whatever the heck he was when he, when he was angry <laughs> and bitter. Um, but yeah, this is an excellent comic. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. And of course, this is... Uh, all due to Brian Michael Bendis and art by uh, Marquez and Ponsor. Um, also this week, uh, as you know, uh, one of my favorite authors, well, okay, fine, my favorite author when it comes to comics <laughs> than any more, is uh, yeah, the, the guy, the one guy, the beardy guy, he's kind of big. And oh, yeah, he writes, writes Thief of Thieves. <laughs> but Invincible, Kirkman, of course, is what I'm, t- who I'm talking about. He writes Invincible, and uh, Invincible is awesome, and you should read it if you haven't already. Troy will get you get you hooked up uh, from the beginning, as um, far back as I can. Well, but you know, I, I bet you you can still order those uh, uh, those trades super easy because <clears throat> they, they keep those in print. Kevin's um, got a complete collection of first prints. I, I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number two, like like Iron Man. Amazing Spider-Man, and here, oh wait, who's writing Amazing Spider-Man? Oh, Dan Slott, the guy who I was originally angry with when when he he doc ocked up Spider-Man. He got a little doc ocked up. It's fine. He got over it. Oh, this is so good. I'm still a little weirded out by the glowy stuff, but oh, so good. You you'll be glad that that spy that, that the real Peter Parker Spider-Man is back. Um, he's not some baloney, uh, too young of a kid Spider-Man. We're not going to go and retell his origin. We're, we're, we're catching back up to, to really the best of Spider-Man. And uh, so look forward to that. My fifth pick for this week, and my, out of my top five, is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I want to always go on and call it. It's S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. number 11. And this one has a, has a guest star, Dominic Fortune, you, who you might remember from um, uh, a Marvel team-up number... Uh, I don't remember the issue number, but I do remember it. I also remember Marvel Premiere. I also oh, remember right. Captain America. Yep. I, Dominic Fortune has made his way around a couple of times. But not recently. Not recently, no. Oh, and, and Howard Chakenart. Yeah. Howard Ch- Mark Wade doing the doing the writing and Howard Chakenart. How are you going to lose? Look no, at this. you're really not. This is action show. And it's not the first time Howard Chaykin's drawn uh, Dominic Fortune. So, uh, nice. yes, yeah. It's the kind of thing that he's really Here's good at. Here's some interior art real quick. Yeah. Here's some interior art. 
There you go. Get a little bit of that. A little bit of little bit of spy type stuff. He's a soldier of fortune, that Dominic Fortune. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's my top five for this week, and and I hope you enjoy it. We're gonna I'm gonna talk about next week, like we did today. I'm gonna talk about, uh, and Troy and I will talk about uh, our, our favorites once again. So Troy, what are your top five? Okay, these are the things that I am highly anticipating this week. Uh, once again, Kurt Busiek's Astro City. This is Astro City number twenty eight. Uh, I love this book, and Kurt Busiek loves superheroes, and I love Kurt Busiek's work. Uh, if you caught the previous issue with American Chibi, uh, well, here, let me just crack this open. If you're not reading Astro City, you need to jump in. Every couple of issues is a new entry point. There's a gateway for a new reader to get in here, and come on into Astro City and visit. They love to have visitors. Um, superhero characters that you won't be familiar with, but archetypes that are immediately recognizable. Also, high on my radar is Superman Wonder Woman. Continuing the storyline with Superman and his fluctuating power levels, with his absolutely ruined secret identity, with the alienation, uh, with, you know, the public not trusting Superman, with Superman dealing with the fallout of having his identity made public, uh, everything going on in action in Superman, in Batman Superman, and Superman Wonder Woman. Peter Tomasi and Peter Tomasi is amazing. My goodness, this man should write more comics. He's amazing. Absolutely. Nice stuff. You know what goes well with that? Is the Another Wonder Woman. The Finch Finch team on Wonder Woman. Had a wonderful opportunity to talk to David Finch at the Baltimore Comic Con. I so appreciate, Mr. Finch, you putting up with me while you were working. Uh, you were amazing. You're a stellar gentleman. And I love how you uh, treat your fan base. Uh, that was incredible. Ooh, yeah. You know what else is incredible? Your artwork inside this book. Giganta. Um, yeah, I'm loving everything about the Finch team on Wonder Woman. Uh, I thought it was a good, if somewhat slow, start, but they have definitely picked the pace, ramped it up, and are moving it right along here. Tales of Honor. Matt Hawkins, Linda Sachik. Okay, Tales of Honor. Uh, adapting the character from Honor Harrington, the David Weber novel series, uh, science fiction stuff. Uh, if you've not read those novels, you need to. If you're not picking this book up, look at this artwork. Uh, what they do is they take uh, a couple of novels, they use one as a framing sequence, and then they uh, use the other one as the main uh, content. So uh, this is picking up... Deeper into the series, uh, I believe, off the top of my head, uh, we're somewhere around the second or third novel. Uh, Honor Harrington, Tales of Honor, Top Cow Image, you need to be reading that. Something else from Top Cow Image that you need to be reading is The Tithe. Continuing the FBI investigation of the heist story involving corrupt churches uh, and an awful lot of money and some fiduciary misconduct. Oh, there's something. And right here in the middle of the book, kabababoom. Yeah, so Matt Hawkins, again with the Matt Hawkins. My God. Do you have anything else to do other than write awesome comics? Really? Is that all you are capable of? All right, That's never what mind. He gets paid for. Keep doing it then. Keep hey, doing it. Hey, is, is all you do, Troy, save people money and, and, and suggest really awesome comics for them to read? Is that uh, no. all you do? Uh, actually, I am also an avid role game player. Mm. <laughs> so, ladies or a and gentlemen. Gamer. 
That is our top five. That is our look into last week's comics. And by all means, come into the store, ask questions. Uh, a frequently asked question is, hey, can you introduce me to that guy, Kevin Goswan, that handsome man? All the you're time. On with? All, all the time. time. So the answer to that question is, yes, I can introduce you. Uh, Show up on Tuesday night. Yes, yes. Red rope treatment, ladies and gentlemen. Red rope treatment. Uh, so, hey, for, for, for Troy and Mike and Mark and everybody else who helps us here at Flashback and Comics Online, uh, this is a Flashback top, top Five. This is Troy. Come see him. <laughs> and uh, let's go get some dinner. All right, guys. That was the Comics Online Presents the Flashback Top Five for October the 20th, 2015. Uh, stop in to Flashback Comics and Games of Woodbridge, Virginia to pick up any of those books. Ask Troy for some more suggestions. If you're looking for good stuff, uh, he's got the great deal for you. 25% off all new subscriptions, but all sorts of great uh, other geek pop culture items that you can purchase. See how this all ties in? Because Comics Online is for everything geek pop culture. Flashback Comics and Games is for you to pick up those tangible things, those Iron Man statuettes, things like that. Uh, but that's going to do it for us, guys. Stay tuned. we got more stuff coming up here. Uh, we are going to have a Comics Online podcast uh, coming up here real, real soon uh, that you should be able to download and listen to as well. But my, my name is Mike Lunsford. I'm the uh, the editor of the uh, podcasts here. Uh, so stay tuned for what we've got coming up on the uh, Comics Online podcast. Our builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to commonsunline.com.